Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator. Stick around. You might like what's next. What will become of Dawn and Betty? What's gonna happen to Pete and Peggy? For Kate, it's a mystery. For Ashley, a mystery. It's time to hear Mad Women. Oh my gosh, hello. Hello. Wowza. So we both just watched in our own quarantine spaces <laughs> episode one of season one of Mad Men, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. Okay, now let me tell you. Did I not say this was mostly about smoking? I mean, I'm guessing if you saw the first episode a while back, it was... Okay, but I legit did not remember any of that. Yeah. The only thing I remembered Mm -hmm. from having seen it before, and it wasn't until it happened, was the very, very end when he has the secret family. Uh, but literally everything else I had not remembered. So when it was literally called fucking smoking all day, <laughs> which is now the official title, I was like, it. I'm basically a genius. Um, yeah, smoking like, all day, fucking all night. Hashtag Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the pretty good summary of the series. Thank um, you. But, you know, they just go into more complex, complex things about it. Okay. Uh, So just off the bat, what do you think of the theme song? Do you even remember it? Fuck, I don't remember it. All right. Okay, but let me me show you. I took copious notes. Yeah. Okay, I took those notes and also these notes. And also these were um, a different kind of notes. Okay. Oh. Oh yeah, because you like those things. You like <laughs> you like fashion and other things. I also have notes. Um, this is a, a kind of notes because the last time I watched the series all the way through, I was struck by how many girlfriends Don Draper has. Oh, and I decided to. I, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. He's spoiler. A Wait a minute. You mean his Playboy isms aren't ending after episode one? He doesn't have just no relationship drama for the entire series. Um, and I had resolved that I wanted to like start keeping track. And guess Good. what? That's what we'll do. Good. So you're pretty. Can we also rank them? Oh, I would very much like to rank his girlfriends because let me tell you, so far, little Miss Archie chick number one for me i very much like her but yeah but now okay we're just sort of jumping into it her bra okay that is not a 1960s bra all right we've got our first fashion report of the series (laughs) i was like yes pencil pants and then she undid her little blouse yeah it was like a two 2007 black lacy thing and i said excuse me no yeah. That is not what bras looked like in 1960 for a starving artist. Yeah. No. Right. 
well, we're, we're, we're not pulling any punches. No. And then, y'all, Listen, I, y'all I, I told you I'm only in this for the tip. Okay. That's true. And, and that it turned not, out there was real tits in this episode. Was. I wrote I, in one of my notes, I just wrote tits exclamation mark. <laughs> Just t- or titties. I wrote titties. Yeah. Somewhere. Was it even during the burlesque scene, or was it just at uh, some other point when you were thinking? It was. Mm-hmm. It was. But in my fashion notes, I wrote unrealistic bra. Okay. T- oh, I wrote. I wrote titties. Bam. Where is it? Bam. Titties. Bam. It's in there. Nice. Bam. Titties. There they are. Uh, yeah. That was one of your predictions. You also you said we would meet people. We met all <laughs> kinds of people. We got a lot of back, a lot of backstory. A lot of backstory, some plot groundwork. <laughs> that definitely happened. Now, mm. did Gordon Gecko have an emotion, a moment of emotional turmoil where he would have cried? Yes, he did. I think. Tell me I what. I feel like he had a couple. Yeah, tell me about these moments. Okay, well, the obvious one is at the end where he's stroking his little children. Okay. In their heads. Yeah. And you could see the pain in his face. He's like, I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm a terrible person. Yeah. My wife is beautiful. I have children. I need to be a better man, but also my dick is hard. Let me fuck everything. So, you know, he would have cried then. Okay. But also, um, there was another moment, oh, when he was um looking at his purple heart, which yeah. I'm I'm assuming that'll be explained at some point. I that's a good assumption to make. Okay. I'll allow it. Okay. Um I thought his seat let's let's go through the episode. Okay. Let's start so, Smoke gets in your eyes. The whole episode he is trying to figure out how to present to a tobacco company lucky strike <clears throat> right in the face of the fact that they can't pretend cigarettes are healthy anymore okay but wait a minute i need to pause you because okay. before any of that even happens the very opening thing of the whole show is that quote or not quote but little factoid yes about the term madmen uh-huh. coined blah, blah 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 and then it said they coined it and i said oh this show wants me to hate them uh <laughs> Already, okay. the show telling me that I hate everyone, which was a really nice um, setup of my expectations. Okay, because it was not wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, this whole the opening, this episode particularly, and a lot of the opening bits are very much in your face. Sexism was okay. Racism was okay. We smoked all the time. We. Uh, we don't know all the things that are going to happen in the next 10 to f- 60 years, and that's cool. Um, 10 to 60 years? <laughs> yeah. Well, because like, the show takes place over about 10 years. Oh, But it's okay. been 60. So this, I think yeah. the... So they were talking about the elections, so it must be 1960 right. is when this... It is 1960 because there's a calendar. Okay. Uh, in the when... doctor's office. Yeah, in the, in the doctor's office. So there you go. Yeah, it's it takes place over the 60s, um, pretty definitively. So yeah, like, like his opening scene with the black waiter. Yeah. Um, he's like, 
we're just having a conversation. Which is like, Don doesn't see color. Mm. And then he doesn't, he like defends Peggy to Pete. Right. Don's not a sexist pig. But We're trying actually, to make him think he's a good guy. But he's not. Yeah. He's not a good guy. He's a complicated man. Okay. He's a man of his time. And he may not be a good that's guy. Never, that's never a good way to describe somebody. Well. I, just in, 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 in um, uh, recognition of their character. Like, it's from well, a different time. <laughs> well, but there, there, that has to be like at some level we can't judge everybody by today's standards of morality sure. yes and i think a lot of the people in this show they are starting from the lowest common denominator of what like the stereotype of what is expected of them or what they could expect of other people right. all the all the other ad men are just like gross you know uh, yes, Lothario people, and uh, if everybody was just that big of a caricature the entire series, it'd yeah. be a very boring show, or it would just be a sitcom. <laughs> um, but yes, like it is, it hits you hard on the head with all of these things. So we meet Don. We meet the three guys who are hitting on. Peggy. We don't really Peg. know their names yet. No. Maybe Peggy. What do you think of Peggy? Poor Peggy. Yeah. I, I love her. Well, okay. I loved her the whole episode. Yeah. Until the very end. Mm. I was like, bitch. Yeah. Do it. Don't do don't it. Do it. That's, and by do it, not... I mean that gross Pete, who I said there was going to be a Peter. You, you nailed it. Wow, ep one. And you are you were right, a main character. And I hate him. Let's just all acknowledge that he's the worst. He's a twerp. Pete's a little oh, twerp. that's a great word. Yeah. yeah. He is a twerp. He looks like a little baby. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> when he asked him how old he was, I was like, 19, clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. uh twerp is a really good word i started a list of lingo show okay. lingo that i really like all right what are tell me about them strumpet number yeah. one that's now little, yeah i i like to bring back words from the past you know 2019 i tried to bring back bozo <laughs> i i as i remember you successfully brought back Bozo. I did. I brought Bozo back into the lexicon. And now I am really appreciating all of this 1960s lingo because I'm going to bring some of these back for 2020. Strumpet high up on my list. Okay. And how will you use it? Because I feel like it is not the sex positive uh, term that people want. Or Like, how will you re- like like take back strumpet <laughs> take back the strumpet <laughs> reclaim strumpet yes well, um you know what a we strumpet. did it with bitch how are we gonna do oh, it yes strumpet? oh yes bitch is ours now <laughs> um i'm gonna say that a strumpet is mm -hmm. a lady who is feeling herself okay doing the damn you know what a strumpet oh. is a boss bitch 
Okay. Because I've also started my boss bitch list. (laughs) (laughs) I have a list of boss bitches from the show who will from now on be called strumpets. Okay. Um, Yeah. I don't don't foresee that getting confusing at all. (laughs) Um, Okay. So strumpet number one, what's, what's your next lingo? Fanny. I really liked Fanny. Okay. In the use of referring to it, uh, referring to the vagina as a fanny. Because that's a very British, that's a very British use of that word. Okay, what makes you think he wasn't referring to her butt? Because they're connected. Well, because he was about to be inside her vagina. He said scoot your fanny down. That that could be your butt. It could be your butt, but I'm going to think that he's from the 1960s and classy and it, it, and is an Anglophile. What and is trying to be British of that <laughs> doctor's character made you think he was classy? I don't think he's classy. I think he's trying to seem classy. What part of that doctor's character made you think he was trying to seem classy? <laughs> the fact that he said Fanny. Okay, that's just because you're like you know first generation Englishman doesn't mean. You get to just listen. Impose, I like it. It's not going to work. Fine. You I'm know what? I'll cross it off my list. Hate list. it. Hate that word now. I Boom. Refuse. What's your other word? The last one was supplicant. Oh, yeah. Should always be a supplicant. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. She, Joan, is also on my boss bitch list. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joan is the definition. What a strumpet. She's a she's strumpet like no one's business. Mm-hmm. I feel like when we talk about our strumpets going oh. forward, we need to have a little sound clip of a trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't see why not. Thank you. I yeah. Thank you. I'm writing it down. <laughs> trumpet trumpet. <laughs> The strumpet trumpet. Yeah. Um, who else did we meet? We met Roger. He was the silver-haired guy. Oh, 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 Sterling. Yes. Yeah, Roger. I liked him. Yeah. I liked him. He's very pretty and charming. Yeah. And he was in um, Sex in the City. I know him from Sex in the City. Ah, uh, yes. And he was the, uh, that, that actor played this character on Sex in the City that liked um, Golden Showers. Cool. Yeah, he really wanted Carrie to pee on him, and she couldn't do it. Huh. Different show. That'll really inform your, like, interpretation of his character choices here. Perfect. We'll see how they intersect. What What that tells me is that at some point in the show, somebody's going to try and pee on him. That's what I'm I, assuming. That's my takeaway. You Please don't swear that if you want to. <laughs> I am not claiming to have implied it. Moving through these next seven seasons, just yes. waiting for somebody to piss on him. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens and I've just forgotten about it. <laughs> uh, we met Salvatore. Oh, he's gay, clearly. I knew that <laughs> from the very first moment. <laughs> but he's like, I, yeah, I drew my neighbor. He always looks yeah. really happy. Yes. And Don's yeah. like, why don't you have a woman in a bathing suit? And he's like, 
yeah, I love He's like, my job. I love the ladies. Yum, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yum. <Yum-yum. laughs> I was like, I see you, Sal. I see you. Yeah. I'm on your level. He's a sweetheart. I can already tell. He's the only good one in that bunch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He should also be on my strumpet list. He's also a boss bitch. I like that, Sal. You a boss bitch. I'm oh. adding him. I'm writing him right good. now. I like it. Yeah. He, uh, he can get a strumpet trumpet. <laughs> Let's do a strumpet trumpet for Salvatore. We met this Austrian doctor that came in and yelled. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, and we also met like where she was a supplicant to the to the typing pool, right? Yes. Um. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, just gonna tell you now, you'll never see those four people ever again. <laughs> I think they were just casualties of a, the pilot. It was like, they were setting up the pilot and like, look at all these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, I'm sure they all had a purpose. Wait, are you talking about the, um, are you talking about the call center girls? Uh-huh. The, yeah, you never see them again? Because I was so excited that Kristen Shaw was in there. I wrote, yeah. Kristen Shaw! Yeah. It would have been really cool. Also, I think one of the other ones is Stephanie Courtney, who is Flo from Progressive. Oh, man. Yeah. What do you know in her real name? She's, like, on podcasts and stuff. She's, like, a UCB, or she's a groundling or something like that. All right. She's done Spontaneation. Get it, Flo. She's a... You know what? Let's get her on our podcast. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? (laughs) People who were on Mad Men and then disappeared. Yes, only. I don't want any recruiting characters. Oh, tell me. So, so there were there were two clients that they met with. The first one was the Menkins, or yes. the woman from the Menken department store. Also on my boss bitch list, right? Fuck yeah. What her first name is, because I can't tell you. No, I just call her Menken Lady. <laughs> That's. Works for me. Thank you. Yeah. And Don's a real asshole. Yeah. Listen, the patriarchy was just everywhere. It's like the ghost Yeah. in the room that's like like right here by your face. Yeah. You know? Just breathing in your eyes. Yeah. And it's just everywhere. Uh-huh. It's like the patriarchy was the smoke from the cigarettes. It was just Holy filling up the skin. It was everywhere. The patriarchy was the smoke. Yeah, that's pretty that. fucking deep right there. Good. Smoking all day. Mm. Exactly. Smoking all day, fucking all night. The patriarchy. Boy. Like, the. So, Menken. And Don meet that night uh, so that he can charm her. I don't know if you caught it. I felt like Sparks flew. Okay, well, obviously. But also, why did she say you charmed me? He was not charming. He was just more of an asshole. 
I think he was a real person. I think he talked to her like a real person. Okay, I can see that. All right. Like, I'll give it to you. I um I wrote down I think my favorite quote. And I really liked watching him say it and I watched him say it a couple times. <laughs> uh, you're born alone and you die alone. And this world just drops a bunch of rules on top of you to make you forget those facts. But I never forget. Mm. I liked the line just before that where he said, what you call love was invented by guys like me to sell nylons. Mm-hmm. I liked that one. It's a good one. Uh, and she comes back at him and says, like, she just realized that it's hard to be a man. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the moment where he was closest to crying. Because he kind of gets punched in the gut. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yes. oh, shit. I, I'm, not, I'm not fooling this person right now. You're right. If the patriarchy hadn't been all full up in that room with all those people smoking, mm-hmm. it would have shed at least seven tears. Seven. At least. Four from one eye, three from the other eye. I was thinking like three and a half each. You ever cry half a tear? Um, Hard work. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other meeting they have is the one that he's stressing out about. And right. that's the lucky strike. The tobacco meeting. Big tobacco. What did you think of Lee Garner Jr. Okay, I hated Junior. I loved Senior. Yeah. Senior, I feel like I'm supposed to hate him because he is big tobacco, but also he was adorable. Because he, like, has pride in his work. and He does. Whatever. He does, and I loved when he got on Junior, when Junior was like, I don't fucking know how this shit is made. <laughs> he was like, shame on you. Yeah. Came on, son. And then he said, We grow the finest tobacco uh-huh. in all the West Virginia IA. And then we grow it and we cultivate it and oh, it's toasted. And I was you like, go. you know what, senior? You can get it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have hemmed my boss bitch list. Lee Garner Senior. the strumpet trumpet is just you making your trumpet okay (laughs) you decide who they are and then i just make it official with the strumpet (laughs) i'm good with that we really saw another thing we see in the lucky strike we see don get real flustered yes and then have his moment of inspiration only after little shit pete yes is a little shit he's a little shit girl i don't like him he's a little twerp it's true yeah twerp is such a good word for i'm gonna add that to my lingo list (laughs) (laughs) i'm so proud i get to be added to the lingo (laughs) It's not a closed universe. It's not just it's stuff not. the doctor says. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, no, he's a twerp and I don't like him. Yeah, he's very unlikable. Because he's like determined to cheat on his wife before he gets married and to defile the this chick on her first day of work. Yes. Yeah. Does because Peggy girl get it together. Well, like all day long, Peggy's just like given all these signals of you need to be sexier, you need to do this, you need to be different from who you are. And then one of these cocky dudes shows a weakness and that she he is affected by her. She can't, uh, but he's not actually affected by her, he just wants to get his dick wet. I mean, almost certainly, but that's the pro. But she's been told all day long, like that's what that's what she her job is half the time, right? And she wants to be part of the club. She so. does. I mean, I get it. It's a look like a club. Peggy's Peggy's got a lot a lot to do. She's got a lot a lot of room to grow. She's yeah. still a little baby. And who is that actress? What do I know her from? Um, that is, God bless it, uh, Elizabeth Moss. She's in Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, but I knew her before that. She, she's in a lot of stuff. She used to be married to Fred Armisen. What? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Okay. The top of the lake. Uh, that, that doesn't mean anything, what you just said. Well, I'm sorry for wasting your time. Girl Interrupted. Okay, I saw that movie. Get him to the Greek. Okay. You know. <laughs> All those classics. Um, hmm. I, I just, I need to get back to the Lucky Strike meeting. Yes, okay, I'm sorry. We got because I need real. you, at this point, I have to remind you that Lee Garner Jr. is my first cousin. <gasps> right, 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 right. Yeah, right. it's the coolest. <laughs> right, that is your actual cousin. Okay, yeah. so I knew that he was in this. Yeah, you told me that he was in Mad Men, but I did not realize that that was him. Yeah, I wanted. If you didn't remember, I wanted you to watch it first. Yeah. Um, and and I remember. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> He's. He's like one of the. He is not a good guy in the show. Um, he comes back. Yeah, maybe he does. Yeah. Um. And I remember when he was like on this pilot, and his mom, my aunt, would tell us about like, yeah, it's this great show, and it shows the sixties the way it was when people would smack secretaries' asses, and it was fine. Like I remember her framing the show as just a show about sexism, and I was like, boring. I'm not watching it, <clears throat> which is why even though I knew my first cousin was on the pilot, I didn't bother watching it until my dad, and my dad says he actually was watching it on AMC and then was surprised to see Darren. Oh. It. He was like, oh, my nephew is, my nephew. There he is. Uh, on the show that I love. How about that? So, uh, yeah. Okay, so when are we getting him on the podcast? Uh, we can um, zoom we can zoom meeting him right now we absolutely could <laughs> uh you know we'll get there his his episodes are pretty spaced out okay so, like, if we need to yeah 
Um, yeah, we can zoom yeah. in anybody, can't we? Perfect. Literally anyone. And everybody is just sitting in their patriarchy <laughs> itself. Patriarchy, get in here. <laughs> yeah, it's smoky in here now. Did my eyes. Oh, yeah. The patriarchy will get everywhere. Not all over my shoes. It has no respect for your boundaries. Patriarchy's made my hair smell. <laughs> I had to check. My hair still smells good. I washed it tonight. Great. Yeah. Um, right. So that is your cousin, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Let me That's look at my notes. Yes. Because, um, what was I? Oh, oh, I really liked in the tobacco meeting uh-huh. when it first starts and they're all like lighting up and they all start yeah. coughing. <laughs> That was just a fun yeah. little moment. Um, yeah, titties, bam. Uh-huh. I liked that. Now, did you, could you identify who uh, Sally McTitterson was? Christina Hendricks. Okay. Because Joan wasn't, a, she, I feel like she's more big-chested in later seasons, but, yeah. you, but it's her. Right. Yeah. Well, because I've seen pictures of that actress, okay. and I know the name, and I know the red hair. Um, I'm a little disappointed that I, I am the patriarchy right now. <laughs> uh-huh. A little disappointed there weren't more for titties. Gross. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll see plenty. Great. <laughs> She's a big part of the show. I just I just evaporate into cigarette smoke right now. <laughs> I feel my face mask off and underneath. <laughs> just the smoke monster. Smoke pouring out. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. here's something that I noted. Okay. That I found very interesting. Mm-hmm. There is, from what I remember and can understand, there is no score. There's mm-hmm. no, like, background music or underscoring or... Okay music for dramatic tension or any of that because when the song came on at the very end Uh i was like whoa music yeah um so i'm curious to see if that persists okay because it was a really interesting choice for a dramatic show especially given the time frame like they could potentially you know plug in all sorts of different Mm -hmm. period related songs like they do in marvelous mrs Maisel. yes you know, um, yeah. and I would say unless it was a budget issue, but yeah, that's clearly not a problem AMC is having in it's a period. Funny to say that. Um, I feel like all right, groundwork, base level, disclaimer: I do not pay attention to music in TV and movies. Like other, I just don't pay attention to it. It, mm-hmm. I am sure I am affected by it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I enjoy the effects of a good score, but I never walk out of any feature saying like, damn, that score though, <laughs> unless it was like a musical and I'm like, I love Skimble Shakes. That's- but really, when you watch Home Alone, when you watch Home Alone, you aren't taken with the music that's happening? No. Wow. It's just not, it's never, even like as a band kid, 
and all my band kid nerd friends were like star wars harry potter like i know it's there and i can recognize the themes Uh and if it's like the opening or the closing theme i Uh might pay attention to it like if it's over the closing credits but i'm not reflecting on it at all interesting um so i i cannot really even say (laughs) whether there there could have been a full score for episode one and you're just lying and i'd be like huh i didn't notice that so i don't know i think yeah now that gives me the great idea to lie to you about (laughs) (laughs) like kate did you notice when (laughs) (laughs) and just you call me out you could um i think that what this show will do is it will have music playing in real situations um, like someone will put a record on or sure. be, music will be playing, but it's not. Um, Cause there was music at the, at the burlesque show. Yes. Yes. But I wouldn't call that underscoring. Cause you're right. It's just sort of like the real time. Yes. I'm sure there's a term for it, but it's like actually part of the show. Right. But there is later in, in a much later season, there's a famous, uh, they paid like amc paid a lot of money for a particular song to be played in mad men so like like that actually dollars huh 49 dollars. that's how much they paid it was at least that much and that's in 2014 money exactly that's a hefty sum i broke the bank that's why they just keep making Walking Dead shows now. They can't afford to make anything new. I know. God damn it, Mad Men. You needed that one forty-seven dollar song. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to live in a world without Rick Grimes. Yeah. From what uh, I understand, I watching that show. Anyway. All right. So you notice music. Do you have any fashion notes that you need to share? Um. Okay. Fashion. Okay, yes. Well, we've already talked about the pencil pants yes. slash unrealistic bra. Mm-hmm. Very much offended me. I'm just going to go on record. Like, Peggy, yeah. appropriate bra. Joan, appropriate bra. Yeah. Megan lady, appropriate bra. Why are, uh, art lady, why yeah. are your tits so round? That's not how they did it in 1960. You had cone boobs. I'm I- disgusted. Thank you. I need you to be as upset about this as I, I am. am. I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> I noticed Good. it in the moment. Perfect. And it honestly ruined the whole episode for me. I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that really irked me. Um, however. Yeah. Um, Mankin ladies outfits. Yeah. On point. Don yeah. Draper's suit. Mm. Bout it, bout it. Although, let me tell you, okay. the suit that I liked even better than his was, was Pete's. Really? I liked Pete's suit. It was that. It was that royal navy blue, uh-huh. and it was a little bit more slim cut. Yeah. Like I feel like Don Draper had like the double breasted thing. Go- and we know it wasn't double breasted, but it was just a little baggier. He's very wide. <laughs> yeah. He's just a wide, broad man. Well, but. N- 
he isn't. His clothes just fit that way. Because when he was, like, standing there in his undershirt, I'm like, all of yeah. your clothes were too baggy for you. Okay. And I feel like that's not how they wore it in the 60s. I feel like things were much more tailored. Wow. Um, so. You know a lot about 60s fashion. <laughs> I know about bras. Yeah. And suits. Hey, what else was there? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, this isn't technically fashion. Yeah. But it is sort of set dressing, or I guess just set in general, was oh. the bar that Draper and Mink and Lady were at at the end was awesome yeah <laughs> it was such a cool bar it had like this swirly um wallpaper uh-huh. the matte like swirly carpet i want to say mm. it was tray cool yeah yeah it was very cool i was there for it yeah um i also really liked um they kept giving her shit for it but yeah. i liked peggy's sweet little outfit yeah <laughs> and her long skirt. Yeah. Her mid-calf. Here's a question for you. You say that Don Draper's suit was not of the 60s. Was it of the 50s? Oh, that's because a good question. The, the thing about they are on the precipice of the 60s. The 60s haven't really happened yet. And yeah. Don Draper is of the older generation. Like, wow. he's our mate leading man, but he is old in this situation right which also tracks with yeah. why youngie make asshole face see? <laughs> yeah <laughs> have the more um modern yes tailored look because yeah. he's young and hip and a douchebag and yeah. douchebag gotta be on that ish exactly so and, all right what yeah nice analysis right like that's that's um that's like just something to he's resisting whatever change is happening. And at this point they're essentially still in the fifties. Right. Well, they're only three months into the sixties. Yeah. As we are right now, three months into the twenties. Oh my god. What if this took place March twenty fifth, nineteen sixty? Holy shit. You We're, know what? From now on, that yeah. is canon. Yes. That is absolutely... We started this 60 years to the date from the first episode. Yes. I'm happy with that decision. Perfect. And uh, now moving forward... This was every- not pandemic planned. We were always going to do it... <laughs> right, exactly. ...today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I want to say that going forward... Mm-hmm. Every episode is whatever current day we are in. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Perfect. Do a Christmas episode in July? Why the hell not? Um, excuse me, Christmas in July is like a thing. Yeah. So it is that's fine. And it was very popular in the sixties. It was. Um, I'm seeing if I have any other notes that I want to chat about. Yeah. I really liked Stro 